Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Kid Chameleon for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive Part 2. Welcome back to our coverage of Kid Chameleon. Last week we went over all the mechanics of the game, our personal histories with it. The many, many helmets, suits, transformations. All, all the suits and all the helmets. Styling, man. Kid Chameleon likes to get dressed up. He does. So th- without further ado, let's get into a little bit more about this game and the many, many levels you will be traversing through it. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the level-by-level portion of our show, and this game has a zillion levels. What is it, 100 and how many? 103. 103, and I hate to say it, but we are not going to go through every single level of this game. Uh, Well, you really only need to beat about half that, I think, is the fastest. It's like 50-some levels, I think, is the minimum Mm path-ish. But there are things you will find in every single level. Let's talk about those for a little bit, and perhaps even the different types of levels you're going to find throughout the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This game is based around blocks, just like many side-scrolling and platforming adventure games. And as we talked about in the previous episode, there are the normal bricks that you can just break. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are the P blocks. The prize blocks. And those are what have items in them, such as the diamonds or the coins, your helmets, things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I think we kind of touched on it, but one thing that sets this apart from, say, Mario is like you hit these blocks... F- Mostly from the bottom, yeah. but they fall down. The items immediately fall down. They don't come out the top. Right. So that can really, you got to watch out when, if you don't know if that's a helmet and you don't want it, like you have to like get out of the way sometimes to oh, yeah. check it first. And once you've hit a P block, it then turns into a normal brick block. Yeah. So you can smash it after that if you want to get it out of the way mm-hmm. or whatever. Or accidentally smash it and then not have a way to get up higher. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. That's a, what happened to me a bit. Well, and another thing, too, part of the exploratory elements is that just like Super Mario Brothers, there are tons of hidden ones, you know. Uh-huh. We talked about revealing them with the Iclops, but, you know, you can find them just by jumping and hitting them from below. Right. And then those rock blocks, you know, you can break them with your head. You can break them by jumping downward with the sword attack or the knight. Can't the, can the cyclone drill down through blocks? I think. I, I don't think so. Uh, or you can... Breaks through them if you've got the rhino suit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. horizontally. Yeah. Uh, you will also find iron blocks, and those are just ones that cannot be destroyed. Yeah, they're great. They have rivets. Um, the... But oddly enough, the berserker can push them. Yeah, but only like two at a time. It's kind of strange sometimes. If you see a wall that's like four of them, you know what I mean? Yes. It's too thick. You hit one and then go back and hit the second one. Uh, there are rubber blocks, which you would imagine are just... Yeah, the worst in the world. They let you jump higher, but it is a strange mechanic. And a lot of my trouble in the later levels came from these blocks. 
they're put out there to screw with you. I, that's my theory. Like, yeah, you have to use them to get to a higher level. And it's the same thing where it's like the longer you jumping on them, the higher you'll go. Yeah, you'll get a certain like height out of your first bounce. And if you keep holding down your button, it'll get, you know, it takes like four jumps, I think, to get to the maximum right. height or so. But the hardest part is just getting to a vertical jump on them. Yeah, it's that weird squirrely where you're trying to maneuver yourself left and right, but you're you're it's too much. Like it's way too much. Hard to yeah. most time you just bounce off of them. Very big pain in the butt. Yep, it's a uh, it's a little tricksy that way. Uh, then they have uh, another block that's really interesting in this game. They call them the cannon block. Yeah, this is a uh, this is kind of neat. Yeah, and they appear in different ways throughout the levels because once you hit it, it shoots a spike or a dart. Mm-hmm. in one or all of the directions depending yeah. on the arrows that it has yeah it can go it can do four directions or just one and these will the darts shot out of them will kill enemies mm-hmm. which is awesome but also they will hurt you yeah yeah and then very often they will hit another one of these blocks and set off a chain reaction yeah yeah and they'll sometimes just destroy other destroyable blocks and get them out of your way it's, it's kind of strange because and this is another thing about the game that, you know, you'll see when you interact with these is sometimes you'll hear things like you'll start something and you'll hear it going off and then off screen. And you're like, well, I don't know what I just did. But you cleared something away. Something's not there. The worst yeah. is when you've done that and then eventually like a volley of them shoots yeah, back yeah, at you. Where you're, you got to be ready for it. Uh, my favorite block is up next. The classic ice block. Yeah. And if you thought it was hard to stop on a normal block. This man. See, these ice blocks feel weird. Because I find them less, you know, it's not trying to stop on them as much as it is like it's, you just, it's really hard to get going. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I found myself, it was more like, it was less of me like sliding off the edge and more like, oh, I'm stuck here and I can't move out of the way from this enemy. Right. And then they also shoot off like an icicle when you break them. It so is. So watch out for them. You have your classic vanishing and reappearing blocks. Mm-hmm. Those are awful. Yeah, as always. Well, there's two. There's the blocks which appear and disappear, and then there's the other blocks that will just disappear when you touch them. Yeah, and those really disappear very quickly. If you're not going full sprint, if you're going full sprint, you can usually get by just barely. Like, they're right behind you. Yeah, and it is literally you must jump the second you touch it. Yeah. If you're trying to jump off of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Now, there also are normal blocks you can push around. Mm -hmm. They call them shifting blocks. I don't even remember encountering these. They look like ladders. They're weird. Oh, okay. Those ones. Yeah. I don't even think of them as a block. It it really is a confusing sprite because you think it's a ladder you can jump on and climb, but it's not. It's just you hit them from below or where, and it'll like, you can move them. And you only can move them up though. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And they're also really annoying because a lot of times they'll block where you're trying to go. Yeah. Yeah. Not unlike um, what they call the mushroom block. Yeah, which is a weird name. Because they they look like stone. Yeah, it does not look like mushrooms. No, and I hate these blocks. But, yeah, well, if you hit them from below, they kind of expand above and create a larger platform that I think will keep going if you keep hitting. Or Yes. I Generally, I didn't find them. Like, I'm sure there's secrets and stuff behind it, but I just... I always hit them at the wrong time, and, like, they would block my path. Right, or I would see them in, in places where I'm like, I'm not going up there. Screw that. There's hail or something, you know? Exactly. And then, of course, there's a classic drill block. Which are pretty rough because, you know, they look like the iron block, but when you, and they they will, a drill comes out of one side. But a lot of times not until you're really close to it. No, yeah. So you won't even realize until, you know, and the iron blocks in some levels kind of blend in anyway. So I, right. I would get caught off guard and, you know, there's no visual difference between the ones that have drills and ones that don't. So you just either got to avoid them or learn. Yeah. Towards the end of the game, that's what some of those gotcha moments that really get, that do get you. Mm-hmm. 
And there is a weird, there's the lift box kind of. Oh, yeah. Which it looks like a scale or something. Uh-huh. Like, and you, you have it. to hit it from below, only below. Yeah, and that will start a little timer from like nine down to zero. And you got nine seconds to get that squarely jump just right to land on it. Yeah, and then it will start ascending upwards and you can ride it. Uh, Usually to your up. death. Yeah, you want to watch out because they will smash you if you touch the ceiling. So yes. Stay out of the way. And I think those gave me the most trouble at the final parts of the game. Certain ones, yeah, you just, you got to be ready, you know, like. What, when they combine those with ice levels? Right, right. That's what it was just like, please, no. What are you doing to me? So let's talk about these levels because there's so many levels. And one thing is that many levels have the same style, background, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they'll have the same name, basically, just part two, part three. Yeah, like the first one you start off in is the Blue Lake Woods. And Blue Lake Woods is your typical outside map. It teaches you how these blocks work, some hills, some trees. Yeah, um, which uh, is something I think is one of the graphic strong points of the game is like, you know, the, the backgrounds look pretty good. Like there's some good detail, you know, mountains or, you know, later we'll see some sweet caverns. They generally have some good parallax going on. Yes, yes. Um, you are going to, you know, encounter a lot of the same enemies, just you know, different colors as the game goes through. I think you fight your dragons for the first time here, or dinosaurs, or whatever they are. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes Eventually they, they get, fly. They get flying powers. They get swooping and fire-breathing powers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this level, like many of these early levels, are not hard at all. You just got to mosey your way through them. Right. Well, after you get to the first couple levels, uh, you get to the high water pass area. Sure, yeah. And it... what is that? That's like a cave system? Yeah, you have waterfalls, um, spikes. You're going to get your um, rhino helmet. Yeah, you can test out the berserker here. You do fight some uh, interesting enemies. You've got the, what I call the symbiote. Yeah, yeah. it looks like a, a venom like a blob, kind blob. of. like it's, it's got a bit of a xenomorph thing going on, too. But Animated really cool. And, yeah, yeah. And you have this weird rock tank creature that you're going to see a bunch of. Yeah, it makes a weird, it, it just It makes kinda... a dog barking noise, like a puppy, <laughs> like a bark. It is. It is strange. They take a couple hits too to jump on, and some of them shoot, some of them don't. Right, right. So um, the high water pass section of the game, you get two levels there. Yeah, um, they're both not too bad. uh, But the game really picks up once you move through them into the Skull Mountain or under Skull Mountain. Yeah, there are the next three levels are under Skull Mountain one, two, and three, and that's a more like, kind of scary looking. You know, I don't know. Oh, I was like, all right, if this game is going to look like this, I'm down. It's like, oh, yeah. It reminds me of, like, uh, Ghosts and Goblins or something or, you know. Yeah, you're, like, in a castle. Well, I guess you're under Skull Mountain. You know, uh, you get the uh, Jason mask and that power. So you're like, all right, I've got agency. I can fight now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you fight more of those little dragons. There is, like, the drips of slime that fall from the ceiling and then create a little slime creature. Yeah, and the drips don't actually hurt you. No. It's the blob. That drove it took me a while to figure that out because i wasted a lot of time standing in front of these drips trying to time it and then there's this annoying weird enemy that's like a giant head that only appears when you get close to it oh and then yeah. it like falls at you or moves across the yes. screen it's a skull and it's like death or something and it says death which or we also die. forgot to mention that when you die in this game what does it say oh was it just say die it's like die i know that's what the face is you actually get some pretty goofy voice samples i guess or what oh the voices in this game are, are They're not great, but they're kind of goofy in a way I like. Now, we're not going to go into it, but every one of these levels we're going to talk about has secret passages, hidden areas, and they also have 
like branching path. Like you can leave this area and go somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, I would on accident, um, mostly because you know, I wasn't really navigating my way through that. Well, this is my first time, you know, but if you make it through those, uh, skull mountains, there's three of those levels. Uh, you'll get to the Isle of the Lion Lord. Now, one of the Skull Mountain levels, that's when you also get your um, Kaiser helmet and the tank. Yeah, your first juggernaut. Yeah, yep. And if you're playing a normal game, you're like, oh, man, I'm getting pretty far. I bet I'm halfway through this game. <laughs> you're not. Well, it's, you know, this is another one where, you know, if you think about these early levels, especially after having played through the game and looking at them, you're like, oh, man, now that I know, like, you could really bank up a lot of lives by just cruising through these levels, learning the paths, getting those bonuses, you know? Oh, yeah. And then you get to the Isle of the Lion Lord, which I thought was our first boss level. I was like, all right, I'm going to fight the Lion Lord. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Because the Lion Lord's a cool-looking sprite. It's like a standing lion creature man with a it's tall, wand. It's big and thick. Yeah, it shoots like these green orbs at you that I think you can jump on. Most of the projectiles you can actually defeat by jumping on. Maybe not his, but there and are some later. I would say it's like... Um, it's kind of like a mini boss level. Yeah, because there was more than one. There's like what three or four of them in here, or yeah, I think um, you don't really have to fight them. But it's a weird. It's more of like an arena than it is like a level kind of feel, you know. Yep. And there's lots of uh, helmets to get in there though, so that's a nice place to kind of pick the helmet you want. Yeah, choose but your weapon. Why you wouldn't want the one that lets you throw axes? I don't know. I guess this one has a some warp that takes you all the way. Many levels ahead if you want to skip past, but I did not. Nor did I. After the Isle of the Lion Lord, you are going on to the Hills of the Warrior. Yeah, there are two two of these levels here. And is this the first time we see the word Kevin in the title uh, it, screen, it, in the sc- level screen name? Yeah, before each level, you get like the title and a, a little graphic. Oh, which is another uh, gripe I have. Took me so many times. I would just be sitting there staring at that screen, <laughs> being like, level, start. And then I was like, oh, wait, you have to hit your button to yeah, start the level. you, you got to press start. So <laughs> That's just my – that's really on me, but, you know. Well, it is – it's just one of those, like, why? There's no advantage to this. No. Now, um, in this level, it's a very hilly level. You're going to get your uh, hoverboard for the first time if you can find it. I certainly did not this early. I did not either. So. But you do encounter a weird little uh, rock arm golem. Yeah, these things are strange. They bounce around? Yeah, it's like a head with arms coming out. (laughs) And they have, like, gross teeth? I just don't like them. I don't like them at all. No, no. I mean, they're they're interesting looking, but they are a little bit of a pain. Yeah, and like most enemies in this game, you only want to kill them if it's making it easier on you. Like, you can just run past them. There's no penalty or or bonus for killing, so... Correct. Now, next big level is the Windy City. You've gone to Chicago itself. That's right. And, um... I was convinced in my playthrough. I was like, now I'm getting close to the end. When you get to the city, that's it. (laughs) This has got to be it. If there's a future level, that might be after this, but we're getting close. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no, you're nowhere near close to the end. Nope, Keep trucking. Now, this level does have uh, your first appearance of the fire walker. Yeah, yeah. It's the guy that walks around and leaves a trail of fire. I like the sprite for this, too. It looks awesome. He, like, moves, and then there's, yeah, the trail of fire behind him. Um, it's like his footprints. Can you? You can't jump on this guy, can you? I only remember either skipping it or shooting him with axes. Yeah, or something. same here. I don't so. know. I did not try, but I do love the sprite, and it's cool because his eyes are like somehow his face is darkened, and he has like fiery eyes that glint. Yeah, it looks like. Uh, as much as I hate the sprites of Kid Chameleon, I really love a lot of the enemy sprites. Yeah, yeah. And this is one of them for sure. All right. 
Now, after that, uh, you are in the sewers. I just want to call that one out because uh, the sinister sewer level is like the Windy City, except for you're all underground. And it's really confusing. Like, it's a lot of similar looking areas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, it's definitely a maze. But you also get that tornado enemy for the first time. Oh, yeah. Don't I just avoided them always. I don't even know if you can defeat them, right? Like, I mean, I'm assuming if you shot it with something, it would die. But Or I... if you can hit it from the top, you can kill it, I think. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, agreed. Avoid. Your next set of stages are the Crystal Crags. And this Two is your these. first Ice Zone. Yes. Uh, these levels are usually pretty tough. Um, it does have the um, fly suit in it, though. Yeah, I think this is the first spot you'll get it. Um, th this level has... A certain, like, some levels, typically outside ones, after a certain amount of time, it's like the sky changes. Oh, yeah. And then you start getting, like, hail and rain coming down. Which sucks, because the, yeah. the hail can hurt you. Yes, and while it won't go through some, it'll go through most blocks, but not all. Yeah. So it's tough to find a safe spot. I always just stayed at the very bottom. Um, and another new enemy you find in here, I don't know if it's new, but you definitely find a lot of them is that hand. Ugh, yeah. The hand is awful. It's uh, slow moving. Uh, yeah, it's a disembodied hand that if you get close to a certain distance, it like jumps out at you. And it, it, in very narrow uh, passages, it's almost impossible to, to get around. You have to duck at like, just the right spot to have it go over you and then yeah. run. Yeah, if you have enough speed and room, you can you can usually jump and before you trigger it to jump and it'll go underneath you. Or, but you can kill it with, say, Samurai Sword if you have the red stealth. but. Mm -hmm. That's but good luck getting close, close enough yeah, to it. Exactly. Now, through if you get through all those levels, you happen upon the Dragon Spike. Yeah, another mountainy level. It is, and that's where you find your first flying dragons. Yeah, yeah. When you jump on them, they turn into the walking dragons. Yeah. So just another hit. Which there. let's let's talk about that walking dragon for a minute. Okay. When you jump on that dragon, it's really sad. Yeah, it gets crushed, it, and it falls <laughs> over, crushed, and its leg is like twitching. It's a weird. It it's makes... like you broke its spine or something. I always felt really bad for those guys. Yeah, they just crumble into a heap. Poor, poor little walking dragons. Kid Chameleon has no mercy. No. And you get a, finally you're starting to see uh, palette swaps for the enemies, which I think means sure. they have like one more hit. Generally, that seems to be you know the iffy math in there. Yeah, and these levels are starting to get into a lot of um, kind of maze interiors. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I think we saw these a little bit earlier, but I, they seems to be in the mountainous levels where, you know, a lot of these walls, you just walk behind the background. Yeah. And so you got to learn to check for that, like, because sometimes you, you just, you're at a dead end. You have no idea what to do. And it's like, just jump up. You can probably walk through. Now, after that is Stormwalk Mountain. I think it's part of the same mountain chain as the Dragon Spike. This was a level where, um, well, the, that last level, Dragon Spike, I took the wrong way out. And it warps you to a level called the Pinnacle, which is this big, tall mountain level. But if you warp to a new level, typically, it won't show you the title right away. Correct. So I sometimes I'm like, am I in the same level? Or you don't know. You don't know. And I ventured through. And once I got to the, you know, there's another level, Hidden Canyon, and then you beat that. And that will take you back here to Stormwalk Mountain. All right. Now, in this level, you basically are running with the rhino head, breaking walls. But yeah, you do uh, have that weird drill block enemy. Yeah, yeah, that's a new one too, where it has a drill on the left and right, and it's moving, and there's a spot in the middle where you can jump on it. Don't to like defeat it. it. No, it's it's in a, in a tight little hallway. It's really tough to do. And then finally, after this, you get to your first boss, the Shishka boss. Oh, oh yeah, your first horrifying boss. And I don't know which 
is worse, the slight racism to the boss or just how generally disgusting it is to it look is, at? It is a weird – It, uh, I mean – it looks like a bizarre half-melted alien head or something, you know? It's got, like... Okay, that's huge... a nice way of putting it. I was thinking of more of a semi-racist uh, Indian, well, uh, it... you know, yeah. well, Southeast it... Asian head. Yeah, well, it does have big gauged-out ears. Well, no, it's just, I think, just big hoop earrings. Oh, okay, okay. But the eyes are big and weird. And it's, it's just three heads. On a spike, on a giant spear. Yeah, yeah. So... It... that This one, it just goes up and down. No lateral movement, right? Um, no, it moves r- uh, around the room. Oh, it's like a clockwise a or bit. counterclockwise. Kind of, yeah. Okay, yeah. And the eyes follow you in a very creepy fashion. Well, the eyes and the face, like the, the nose, like, I don't know, there's something that they look really like bugged out and gross, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't like them. I mean, I kind of do in, that, in a gross way. Now, this one spits like goo at you, some sort of green glunk. Yeah, which will explode, and watch out because that little explosion splatter will stay there for a few seconds. Yeah, and a lot can longer. Still than, hurt you. A lot longer than you would think. Yeah. Uh, now, in this level is a helmet for the knight, the samurai, but really, you need to find that the, hockey mask, the maniacs. Yeah, because that's the only way to legit beat this boss in any decent amount of time. Well, yeah, that way you can hit them from the sides. Otherwise, the only way is to jump on top of the top head and then, you know, because that takes, what, 20, 30 hits? It's a lot. It's a lot. Too um, many. <laughs> to kill one head. So it's like uh, at least when you have the throwing hatchet or whatever, you can damage them all as they go by. And then once you have destroyed one head, its eyeballs shoot out. Yep. Uh, they. I don't think they actually hurt you. I always assumed they would. but They don't. They don't. And then once you destroyed all three heads, the flag will appear and you can leave this room. Yeah, and like, see that? I wish that, I, I like the idea of fighting a, a boss in a big room that you roam around, you know, with power-ups. It's kind of like some later Castlevania stuff, but it's just the boss itself is lame. Once you've defeated that boss, you start in the Whispering Woods, which is very similar to the the very place you started in the last. Yeah, well, it's, I mean... It's like, what do you have? You have cave levels, mountain levels. There's some pyramid. You know what I mean? This game has like eight or nine types of levels that get revisited. Yep. Over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. The uh, wooded area has one new enemy. It's like a little tyrannos or a little triceratopsy kind of thing. Some kind of lizard that will charge at you. And it moves so fast. But it has my one of my least favorite enemies ever coming up. And that's the tiny little block creature that jumps. Yes, they are a pain in the butt because they are hard to hit. Very hard to hit. They have a very weird movement. And then later in the game, they just start popping out of places, like in the middle of jumps and other annoying Ugh. places that are like, come on. They're they're placed cleverly, but you want to, you know, like most enemies, just avoid them. Supposedly it's an armadillo, but I don't believe it. An armadillo. The charging thing. Oh, yeah, I guess. You, you would think it would roll up, though. Mm-hmm. After you make it through the woods, you are in the Devil's Marsh. And that is a level where you're like going up through a bunch of trees. It's kind of a new looking area. Yeah, it doesn't. And you get really a cool sh- sunset then in that level, I think too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a. This is one where it has a big warp that will skip a couple levels. And you get the bouncing fireballs for the first time. Mm, not cool. No. Although they can be killed, I think you can even jump on you them. Can. If you, you can. You can jump it on just them. right. Yeah. So they're a little tricky, but you can do it. After the march, you are in the Knight's Isle. You're like in an island zone. Uh, there's some crabs you got to fight. I don't even remember what they did because I'm pretty sure I just like jumped through this whole level with a fly suit. Uh, yeah, this level has a couple. It's not bad, but because um, obviously I think you get the knight helmet here as one of the main things. Yeah. But 
it's just like there's a lot of totem poles with little like bamboo spikes and stuff nearby. Oh yeah, some some fun jumping. And then after that, you fight these um, really weird killer whales. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like street sharks or an- anthropomorphic whales walking. Uh-huh. And then when they see you on the same level, they will charge. They they don't like you. They do a jump too, don't they? Yeah, they can. Like a yeah. lunge. Yeah. Uh, and you also get your first bouncing orb, like the purple orbs in this oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Similar to the fireball, mm-hmm. but I think they have like even more a quicker movement. It's a Yeah, and a, a bigger range of movement as well. Uh, just a shout out to its final level is Hoverboard Beach. Oh, yeah. And that's the first one where it's literally just built around like hoverboarding, like picking the ceiling or the floor, ceiling or the floor. Yeah, this was one I didn't, uh, or this was the first time I saw the hoverboard or the sky cutter. Yeah, same here. Uh, you do have a new enemy in here that's weird and annoying. It's the archer. Yeah. Uh, they just shoot arrows at like a, a weird angle. Yeah, it's a like only a 45 degree angle or something. You know, it's a little like green archer. They look all right. And then a weird scorpion man creature. Yeah, I don't think you can, you can't jump on them at all, can you? Or No. Any interaction I had with those scorpions was getting hit was, so, was death <laughs> just run away or run through them now after all your fun beach levels there is a uh, mad maze mountain level that's a whole mountain zone that is just mazerific mm-hmm. it's got i was not a fan two secret exits but i think i did take one of these yeah i did actually when i did the mad maze mountain i ended up going to the forbidden tombs i did not i made it out the normal way and went to the deadly skyscraper Oh, no, I'm sorry. I went on the stairway to Oblivion. Ooh, that sounds fancy. Uh, Yeah, so I did not see the Deadly Skyscraper. Well, it's a a deadly series of skyscrapers where you basically just doing a lot of platforming across the top. It does have this uh, weird cloud enemy introduced. Oh, yeah. I don't like it. It It, it is awful because it shoots like a 45-degree lightning bolt and then a lightning bolt straight down. Yeah, and these lightning bolts are pretty quick. Like It's uh, very hard to avoid these guys. You have to usually like use a block to... like block their 45 degree one and then run underneath them these and they seem they almost look like laser bolts or you know what i mean like yeah. because sometimes i had seen a few of those from come in from off screen in other levels and, and i was like i have no idea what is shooting these laser beams until i was like oh it's a cloud huh after that though you move from skyscrapers to sky castles the you're sky. in the sky dragon castle yeah and this is really for me i think the first time i got the uh or the last level or this level was the first time I got the Cyclone. Cyclone is in play now. I see. And this level is all about cycloning around. It's like a full vertical. Like you are just going up and up and up. Yeah, I I skipped this level on accident. This is when I discovered the maps because I was like, oh, I'm not even halfway through this game. <laughs> yeah. I hor- horribly misjudged how long it was going to be. So you didn't do either Sky Castle? No, I didn't. They're, f- they're fun because it's like all spinning, spinner-rooning. Yeah, I, I wish I did because, you know, I, I never took any of the side paths on purpose. I just mm-hmm. wandered into them. So Well, after that is the Coral Blade Grotto, more yeah. cave areas if you were there. This was where, yeah, my path joined back up. And, you know, this is when I started noticing some really good parallax scrolling or, like, the waves in the background. Yeah. It's, it's peeking through the caves and stuff. You, you see that they did pay a decent um, bit of attention to those backgrounds. Yeah. And then once you make it through there, you are at your second boss. Yeah, the boomerang bosses. And it is those three same heads. They're not on a pike this time. They are individually moving around. But this level is hard because there's not a lot of places to go to avoid them. No, and it's like there are two like hills in the middle, and they're each moving. There's like one kind of to the left. And you can't stay on that hill, can you? One in the middle. Like not on the diagonal parts. No, you'll slide down it. Yeah. 
Um, but you can stand on top of it. But and there's it, some also poorly placed bouncing blocks. Yep, um, those are a pain, but they can help if you're if you have enough time to get yourself up to right. the height you want. There's a tunnel underneath that has a bunch of diamonds, but yeah. The best part is that you can actually break their boomerangs. Yeah, yeah. You, you can. Oh yeah, and you can jump on them as well if you land it okay. right. Okay, but the axe again, maniacs is probably the best bet here. The hardest part of this level is is not running out of time. That you just have to find there's a second timer. Yeah, but even then, it's like you're really. It takes so long because half the time you just can't even get to the heads. This was where I did. I fought this boss quite a bit, and it really leveled up my hopping on top of enemies. Gotcha. Like getting that vertical thing where you know they're moving relatively slow, left, right, up, and then if you can just stay bouncing. But again, it takes so many. Once and, you get the middle one gone, though. And I think this was the the air. Well, this is one of the parts where um, I got a noise complaint. Okay. From the rest of the house. They're like, what is going on in there? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, because there's like so many weird noises the bosses are making, the constant axe throwing. Like, it's a lot of, it's a very cacophonous, just (laughs) overwhelming chunk of Sega sounds. If you can defeat the Boomerang boss, which also, man, I was like really excited when I saw the title Boomerang. And I was like, oh, what does this boss look like? Yeah. It'll be cool. It's like, nope, it's a giant head that spits boomerangs out of its mouth. The same thing you just saw. The same grotesque, hideous monsters. And then you're on to the third portion of the game. Let's start you out in the woods of despair. Oh, no. And these are just the same woods. They're not not like spooky or anything. More woods, yeah. More woods, no new enemies, no new helmets. You've you've encountered, I think, all of your helmets at this point. Yeah, I think so. Or would you get somewhere around here, I think, was the first time I got the Iclops. Because I, oh, I mean, I think you're right. I don't know if it might have. I'm sure it's available somewhere in the previous levels. It but. is in the woods. I know it's in these woods for sure. Okay, okay. What a disappointing thing that was. <laughs> I was like, oh, finally, I get to laser things with my eyes. Yes. No, I get to see things with my eyes. <laughs> cool. I can do that at home. Oh. Once you've made it through the woods of despair, you are in the forced entry level, and I don't know if this is the first one, but this I, is a very memorable. There was spikes and. Uh, and drills chasing you. I can't remember. There was one before this because when I got here, this was at the point where I had looked slightly ahead and I was like, oh no, I'm not doing that. So I took, there's a loop that takes you from the last, the previous Woods of Despair and you go to like the Valley of Life and then the Black Pit and then you join back up later. But you skip this level. So I well, was all this, about it. It's a bummer because you missed out on what a hilarious enemy. The <laughs> little um, Psy wielding ninja gang member kung fu guy or something yeah uh he's an interesting little dude well the real enemy is that wall of gears and drills behind you like it's yeah. like ugh. And, and you know because these levels to me really accentuate where i'm really trying to go fast and jump as precisely as possible and that really it brings out the worst of the play control for me where i'm like oh man I, this wouldn't even be hard if i could just control it like mario 3 yeah now following that is the cliffs of illusion and it's noticeable because it's where you like now encounter your full sci-fi enemy list. Okay, sure, yeah. You have like the weird little walker, the mech, yeah, with the laser gun. You have your flying robot ship, yeah, which is its own. It's really annoying and hard. Yeah, because they like hover around and they shoot beams down. It's real fast, not cool. And then once you've broken it, this gross one-eyed alien creature pops out of it. Yeah, which is I love. I'm, I do love it. You know, because it's like the just perfect kind of gross. Uh, but this level is like a, a real windy spiral. Like okay. you got to find like the way into the spiral and get to the center. I see. So many of these levels are just kind of that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now you get another lion's den after that. Yeah, this is where my path rejoined from skipping forced entry. And I got so stuck at this level because there's a jump towards the end that you – this is when I realized that people's jumps are different heights. Oh, okay. You You have to have that samurai helmet. The red stealth, yeah. Otherwise, you just can't make the jump. That's – well, I mean, I guess Cyclops maybe, but – Either way, I was very frustrated. Cyclone, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's not really a hard level at all. Sure, you know, following that, you are in another castle zone, the Wind Castle. Oh, yeah. Now, this is an area where uh, you really want that cyclone because it's yeah. just ridiculous jumping, moving platforms. Oh, this level, I don't like this level at all. No, well, most of the really jumpy ones where you're dealing with pit deaths and stuff, it's too unforgiving. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Like, um, I wish they would make the platforms a little wider sometimes. And then you have that weird crystal enemy for the first time. Yeah, this thing, um, you, you can't jump on it. No. You can destroy it with, like, axes and stuff. Yes. But if it you don't have that. It takes more than one hit, I think, though, too. Uh, yes. And then after you got through these horrible, jumpy area of the wind castles, you're in Blizzard Mountain. Oh, my goodness. An even worse, slippery ice level. Does this one get hail as well? Yes, but mm. luckily you do have the, you do have four of the fly helmets. Oh, the cyclone. So, no, no, the fly, like oh, the fly head. Micromax. Micromax. And that, that makes it a little more palatable. But it, it is, uh, oh, these ice levels are just rough all around. Yep, in general. Because you have that ice mountain and then you're in the caves of ice right after that. Mm, a little different. And that one you have to go like straight down the whole time. It's like breaking through tons of blocks. Which is, this is another kind of gripe is that lining your sprite up like let's say there's a a tunnel of of you know two blocks two blocks and you're trying to only break one down it's like you it's impossible you i mean you you can but it just doesn't look like where you're where you should be you know right and so many times in that instance i would just end up having to break both yeah just back yeah yeah following that you find yourself in the nightmare peaks oh no a new mountainous area full of nightmares those are my least favorite kind of dreams yeah i agree in the second Nightmare Peaks level, you are in the the caverns of the, I guess, the peaks themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're, like, down in it. Because it's, it's, yeah, this one's more gray, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once you make it through the nightmarish mountain world, you are on to your third boss. And at the title screen, you might think, oh, is this a new boss? Yeah. Is this some sort of uh, joke on the Mario Brothers? Yeah, yeah. It's the Bagel Brothers. The Bagel Bros. And what makes these bros so bagely? I don't know. The fact that they're in the city. I guess, yeah. And it's still three of those same heads. Three heads moving around. Um, this is a different kind of environment where you have a bunch of different platforms, you know, to jump around. But I thought this one was actually easier because of that. Yeah. Now, you don't have an axe available right. in the level. But you do have uh, the samurai with the super jump. Yeah, yeah. And since there's so many platforms all throughout here, it's easy to get above them. Yeah, and just keep bouncing. And just bounce away. And, and there's even a couple walls that will let you, like, you can get on a wall and it will keep you, yeah. uh, s- s- uh, you know, in that bounce where you can get a bunch of them in a row. Yeah, yeah, that's sometimes, and, you know, when they start getting, the best is when they're, like, almost to the ceiling but not enough to crush you. And they start moving left and you're right on top and you're just like, all right. Yes. Let's do this. Let's go to town. Bagel town. And do they shoot something at you? Yeah, they shoot the green blobs. The green again, blobs again. That's yeah. what it is. Which, you know, you I just thought, don't have least... as much room. Thought at least they'd shoot a bagel or some a donut, something, anything, Come anything on, at all. Come on! But that's the end of stage 
three there, and then you're on the final stage after this. Yeah, and this is where the game really starts opening up with tons of extra levels. Like this first, what is it, a diamond edge? Yeah. Okay, it has like five or six exits, like that you can go on these different paths that'll squirrel around. Well, in fact, there is no flag to this level. There's only way out is through some sort of secret exit. In fact, that's a little little fun fact is that three of these levels through here don't have flags. Right. You have to just go to another random level when you leave it. And this is when I was like, all right, I'm going to find, I have to look at the map, see what the, sh- what the next shortest chunk of levels to get through. I, yeah, this point was where I, I knew too, where I was like, I need to go through the main center path. And and that diamond edge level, oh, it is rough because it's like a hoverboard level. Mm. And it's, you don't have enough room to switch ceiling to floor enough very easily. Right. But right. you have to. Yeah. So you got to be quick. Yeah. Which I, I was not a fan. Jump, jump. Yeah. Um. Yeah, when I was trying to find my way through these, like, because I was too stupid to find the actual level maps, you know? Yes. I was using, like, game FAQs where people, like, narrated what to do. Okay. Via text, so it was kind of hard to, you know. Well, if you go the shortest route after that, you have the hills have eyes. Yes, they do. And this level is interesting because it gives you, like, every kind of uh, uh, helmet you could think of almost. Yeah, it's a good one if you you were trying to pick your favorite one, you know, and hold on to it maybe. But there's also, I like this one because I thought it was fairly easy once you know where the exit is to like just run through. Oh, right. Even though there's a couple teleporters in it. If you dodge them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next up on the quickest route is... The secrets in the rock? Yes. And uh, the secret is you're going to be doing some tight cycloning in this this, this area. Yeah. You don't get a lot of room either. Like it's, you know, when, when you when you think of the cyclone and you're like, yes, I can just fly forever, just like a P-Wing in Mario 3, and I'll just fly over all these levels. And it's like, no. No, because they're always really constrained. In the yeah, areas that you so get. You, you have to, it's it's not it's not like invincibility. It's not a free level win. Uh-huh. And again, this is, I think, one of the ones where you have to teleport out. Mm, okay. Now, if you take the most direct path, you will find yourself in the Ice God's Vengeance. Ugh, that's not very nice. No, this level is not nice at all. I hate it. <laughs> and Ice God's Vengeance is my least favorite level in the game. <laughs> yeah. Because no, I, it is an entirely vertical level. In the very beginning, you start out where you can just instantly die because the floor will fall away from you. Yeah. From there, you have to make your way up a series of horrible jumps. And you don't have much time. You have to find the timers in this level. Right, right. And then you get to a, the each point of like three tiers of this stage is like a branching path and one of them you just can't do like it's a dead end oh sure okay yeah it literally is like i mean there's like a power up there but i mean if you take this left path right away you're done you're not not going to make it and you won't have enough time then to finish the level do you get a cyclone in this level or no the only only helmet in this level is the fly head okay well at least there's that but there is but man there's all it's just wait Man, and yeah, then the very yeah. top two parts, there's like a maze, and the maze is made out of those mushroom blocks. So it'll, yeah, and it so fills if you, up. If you if hit you it wrong, you've you filled it up, and then you're sunk. You nope. just have to restart the whole level. I yes, I remember this because um, I this was an in in level save stating. Oh yeah, for, for sure. And then the the very top, you're treated with a series of five like corridors. You got to jump up. But every like two jumps, this one of those red skulls appears and is like die, and you yeah. have to just fall down. Yeah. This is one of those levels where it's like I made it with like five seconds left to spare. Oof. Yeah, and yeah. then to make it all worse, at the very top there is no flag. There's just five teleporters. 
Uh, yeah. And, and only one of them takes you to the shortest path. What are the, uh, do the other ones just, are they warp you back down? No, they warp you to other levels. Okay. But this level just gave me, I, even with that rewind feature, I was just <laughs> in this level so much longer than I ever wanted to be. Sure. Yeah. And, and I had to like, I think I had to restart it multiple times because if I took the wrong path, you can't re- you can only rewind so far. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's that's something I, I don't think we've mentioned too. This was kind of a a weird heads up for me with this game. It was the first time I paused it, and there's an option that says restart level, and I was like, why would I want to do that? And I'm like, wait a minute, that only happens in games where you <laughs> where, can get where, stuck. Where you can get stuck. And I was like, ugh. So this is definitely one of those. Now, if you take the quickest route from Ice God's Vengeance, you will find yourself beneath the twisted hills. The twisted hills. And this level is interesting because you're really not beneath the hills very much. And it's all full of those shooting blocks that you don't want to, like, you need to set off in the right order. Yeah, the and cannon. Ele- and elevators. Elevator blocks that you have to, like, knock up to get to the right area. Yeah. And beneath the Twisted Hills is another sprawling level. Yeah, where well you, you start off in a kind of above-ground foresty thing, but pretty quickly you go down into some caverns. But what really gets me is that this is another level where the easy path is the path to the longer route. Right, right. And it's like this long, windy path at the very end takes you to the shortest route out of the Yeah, game. we have to snake all the way up this long thing full of, of cannon blocks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you do take the shortest path out, though, you are at Alien Isle. Alien Isle, yeah. Uh, it's a beach level. Get some, uh, like, tiki, tiki statue things, totem poles. You get some weird, uh, the lifts mm-hmm. at the beginning, right? Now, this was a level that I had the fly suit with me still. I think there are some in here. And it's literally just about running through it. Sure, yeah. Um, the hardest part is towards the end, it's all those flying uh, UFO things. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I really took advantage of the fly suit's superpower of like sending out that snake of diamonds to destroy them. Oh, sure. Otherwise, yeah. they shoot you while you're trying to climb up the walls towards the end, and it's just a huge pain in the butt. Yeah, and this one, yeah, it's got a bunch of fake out teleporters that'll and, just throw you back you know yeah yeah that's the worst and then following that there is only one one way out and that is to the land below well nick the land below you might remember is a long long yeah. gauntlet yes it is and this is where they really start um throwing out tons of stupid gotcha spots okay okay and there are plenty of places to get stuck well there's that cruel bridge where it's like you step on that first if you step on that one cannon it shoots down and then destroys everything you have to start running immediately or you will not make it and there's a lot of the hands and really awful areas to grab you and the scorpions you cannot do anything about and just to screw with you if you choose the wrong path at the very end and take a teleporter back to the beginning i know that is some cruel cruel junk it's cruel and unusual punishment now from here there is another side route you can take, which is like an even worse little F you where they're like, Haha, you're almost at the end of the game. <laughs> but how about you just play these other three levels real quick? Now, if you take your shortest way out of there, you will find yourself in the final marathon. And this is no joke. No, sir. The final marathon is an extremely long level. And if you thought we were joking about how unfair some of the drops were, the disappearing blocks or anything was in the levels before... This is a whole new area of pain. Yeah, this will challenge you for to all of your stamina and endurance for pit deaths, frustration. Yeah, it's all pits. It, it's 
It's a long, purely horizontal. And there are many ways to knock into those like uh, spike traps that shoot and destroy the, the blocks you're supposed to be on. Yep, yep. And then the worst part of all, though, is towards the end, oh, there's this weird ram man. I don't know when he appears, but he's in here a lot, and he'll ram and oh, knock you yeah. off. Yep, the rams. They, they've been around for a but while. But the worst part of all is towards the very end. These little, little tiny block men start f- jumping out of nowhere, <laughs> right in the middle of huge gaps, like just designed to knock you into the abyss. They were like micro Goombas or whatever, but worse, you know? So much worse. So much worse. And it just takes forever. It is so, so long. Yeah, which is not cool, man. Like, um, did you did you have Cyclone when you went here? I wish, I, I, I feel like it would make it a lot easier, but I didn't have one when I was playing. No, I did not. I think I had the fly guy, maybe. All I know is that this level was so long and so hard, but by the end of it, I was just Kid Chameleon. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had lost my suits, and I was just like, I'm just running. I got to get like, through here. Please, please, and get to the end. with the... Because I knew that once I got through this level, would be the last level of the game. Yeah. Plethora. Plethora. And Plethora is your final boss fight. And luckily, for this final boss fight, they've changed up the sprite. Oh, just slightly. Ugh, for the worse. What do you mean? What do you fight here, Nick? Well, it's this inhuman, bizarre... It's, you know, the heads were already gross enough, but imagine one with, what, ten, five, six sets of eyes just scrolling right up its forehead? And it now has a mustache. Ugh, yeah, yeah. It's like some weird, like, Jack Kirby celestial or something with the way that you're the row of eyes, like, ooh, gross. And in this level, there's only the cyclone and the fly helmets. So that's not a lot of recharging your life. No. And especially when I got there with like, I was like, oh, I'm getting here with no extra life. This is in the entire floor is the rubber blocks. So have fun trying to control. Right. And the worst part is the helmets are actually secret as well. They're in hidden spots. Yeah. Well, one, I'm trying to remember where they are. They're on top of the middle three tier areas. Yeah. Now, um, so unlike the other ones, this boss actually... What's it shoot out of its eyes? Yes. Like there's the little skulls that come out of each eye, right? Well, no, it, it's like a little head comes out of the. Is it a skull? Well, I no, mean, it's, I, it's a little head shoots yeah. out of its eye. Yeah, you're right. It's then a head. the head stops, and then it shoots a skull out of that that head. I think. Well, and it's it, it's uh like as you're bouncing on it, you'll see. Anyway, some it's of got the... a special name though. What is his name? Heady Metal. Oh yeah, Heady Metal. Yeah. Oh. That's the, that's the most interesting part of it. I was interested in that name because it doesn't say that is the boss in the manual but uh-huh. there's a point in the game where it's like and this will take care of all of heady metals plans and i was like who is uh-huh yeah but yeah so as you are jumping on its disgusting head it's like some of the eyes will start like closing yes and then eventually it's like then well, the they bulge out so it's like for the first 12 hits it's just you're bulging out all the eyes yeah then after that you pop each eye out of its socket yeah. <laughs> one by one which I felt like it was quicker than the other bosses. Well, I think just because you can visually see that you're making progress, maybe, but... And you know. because you're only hitting one thing. Like, you only have one target, so you can really get on top of it and yeah. drill down a bunch of hits. Yeah, that's the best thing. Like, if you have the Cyclone, you wait until you can get it right in one of the big open areas and just exactly. kind of zip, zip, zip. Yeah. And then when all of the eyes are gone, one more hit will make its head split. Yeah, and a weird, it's like right in half and starts like shaking. I guess that weird vibrating kind of looking graphics is pretty cool, actually. Yes, and that's it. Uh, once you've exploded the head, a flag appears, 
and we get to the ending. Now, you saved it. You should note that the head is uh, invincible from all other attacks besides jumping on it. So not even the axe. Or the the berserker's skulls. Mm-hmm. Or the sword will hurt it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But you do get off your 24 hits, which seems like nothing compared to the <laughs> gauntlet you've been through before. Sure, yeah. And you are treated to a decent ending to the game. Just kidding. The ending also angered me. Oh, really? Well, in a way. Because what happens is you destroy the game, mm-hmm. and it starts spitting out all of the kids that were stuck in it. Yeah, you see like a rip in the background as it fades to holodeck yeah. grid. And then it's like, uh, what do you get text of like, he saved it. Yeah, it's it's really not a lot story-wise. Um, but then you get a credits of the game. Yeah, yeah. Where every single person that's credited has their own sprite. Yeah, yeah. I, well, part of me crazy. likes it. I'm like, couldn't I have gotten more enemies then instead of just yeah. these palette swaps? If you're going to give yourself a sprite, then you should let me kill you. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it makes it better that in the very beginning of the game, those are the sprites around the arcade. Oh, right. So yeah. they were used more than once. But I'm like, these are really good sprites of these people. Yeah, yeah. A lot of time and effort went into them. They look better than Key Chameleon in a way. Like Agreed. And I'm like, couldn't I have had more variety yeah. in the other things instead <laughs> yeah. of being wasted on these these programmers' sprites? I was, yeah. I mean, it was interesting, too, to see where I was really surprised by the credits. And I was like, oh, wow, these are almost all American names? Uh, yes. They're in English? Like, so I was like, this is coming from somewhere else. They give themselves sprites. That's cool, I guess. Uh, and then it just kicks you right out to the beginning uh, opening cutscene of the attract mode. Oh, yeah. Well, here we are in the review portion of our show. And, of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review system that has four categories. Each category a possible score from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. <laughs> I gave this game a 2.5. I give it a 3.5, but it's it's a mixed bag because the graphics are fairly solid. I don't like the sprites of the main character, but they, you know, whatever. That is what they are. This, yeah. The backgrounds are pretty good, but yeah. the music is just average to awful. It's yeah. I mean, it didn't get on my nerves, but I, it, I didn't really like. Man, I really like this track. None of it really jumped out at me. Right. Know? It's just you know you hear it a lot. The, the various themes that repeat. And, you know, graphic-wise, it's like, you get a decent variety of sprites and stuff, so I give them points for that. I don't dislike the style of them as much, but they're not like, I'm not like, man, these look cool, you know. It's like, Some of the yeah. enemies do look cool. The enemies, yeah, but the your suits, I'm just like, yeah, Suits, no. And then, fine. since they do have like a hundred levels, you're seeing a lot of the same things over and over and over again. That's true, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Following that is Play Control, and I gave this game a 2.0. Okay, I went with 2.5, but I was I was torn because I was like, I definitely... I'm playing, you got it at some point. I never felt like I got of, it. But I never, like, I was never like, man, I'm just flying through these levels. Like, they did get easier. It's it's not, I never got to a level where I would feel I am in Super Mario Brothers 3 or Super Mario World. It's just that I think this game resembles those. Yeah. That franchise in so much that it makes you want to act the way you do. In those games, but it doesn't work. So no, and it's not really better in any way where it's different, you know. And I just, oh, that jump is just the worst. Not only that, it's just that it has a lot of those things where your sword is just barely any, you know, distance. It's nothing feels like the way I want it to, except for that axe thrower. Right, right, yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, I don't know. It was okay, I think, on average, but it could be better, you know. Oh yeah, it's definitely the weakness of this game is the controls for sure. <laughs> 
Next up is Challenge Factor. I was torn on this. I went, I went with a 3.5, but I could see it going higher. Like I went 4.0. Yeah. Because this game is a true marathon. That's what I put. It, it is. It's a long, it's a it, game with a lot to it. If you're going to legit beat this game, you're just going to be playing for hours. Yeah, yeah. And um, you can't, at the end, there's so many ways to screw up and die. With no password or anything. You know, that's that's the real thing. Because the game does provide you plenty ample opportunities to get one-ups and more continues right but you're not going anywhere unless you save state or something you know correct and i that's why i had to give it a little bit higher score i see it finally we have theme and fun i was torn on this i went with a 3.5 but i feel like a 3.0 is probably better but and i went with a Went with a 2.0 oh i could be feeling a maybe a 2.5 after talking about a little bit more well, it's, I mean, theme-wise, I'm, you know, it's a pretty paper-thin premise where it's like, you're just going through levels in a game where, okay, whatever, so it doesn't really have to stick together in any narrative sense. But that was my favorite part was like, you do, you were going through a lot of varied areas. Yeah. But the problem is, is they're all pretty much the areas you're going to go through in any video game, and they don't look that much different than anything I've ever seen before. Right, right. And as far as fun goes, I mean, I was looking forward to every new helmet I got mm-hmm. until I actually used it. <laughs> and I was never like, well, now I'm like having a blast with this thing. Well, it's, yeah, the the real charm for me is just, you know, I like games, you know, with a lot to, to poke around and prod in and find these little things, you yeah. know, so there's I mean, a... it's very different in terms of taste because my last note here is the opposite of what you just said. Which is, <laughs> these are just not fun levels. <laughs> but I think for you, that was the most fun part, just exploring the levels. Yeah, and I mean, I've, I found in a way, too, that the the more I screwed around the easier it got because I would keep finding all these clocks and different things, you know, or, you know, it kind of like the level design reminds me, it's kind of like Sonic in a way where you're kind of torn between going fast, multiple paths, exploring, you know, but it gives you a little more, you can get different passages and different levels and stuff. Like it's a fun one. It's tough to just sit down and beat in a week. So that, that doesn't, I don't, you know what I mean? It's a fun one to screw around with for a while, I think, or would be. Definitely a uh, theory. I owned it when I was a child kind of game. Yeah, yeah. And I ask you, as I do at the end of every show, Nick, should you play this game? I don't know. Uh, I don't think... I straight up said no. I think most people might find it frustrating. I'd say give it a try, and if it doesn't drive you nuts in, like, four or five levels, you might have... You know, if you're intrigued to, yeah. like, find these other paths... And... If there were more special um, helmets in that first couple levels... I would say, yeah, like, and then you could experience it all, see what you like, but it doles them out for so long, and it's just, this game is just takes forever. It's just a, such a long, long game. Well, I would, if you do play it, definitely use a save state at least or something, because one sitting is rough. Next week's game will be Power Strike for the Sega Master System. Yeah. So find a copy of that game any way you can and play along, friends. That's right. And, uh, you know, you want to let us know what your favorite helmet was in Kid and Chameleon? Or let us know how much you hate this game. You can do either or both. At- or how wrong I was not to love this game <laughs> because you owned it as a child and used to play it all the time. Either way, let us know. Cartridge command at gmail.com. We're open 24 hours a day. Or cart command on the Twitter or cartridge command on the Facebook. Get in touch with us any way you can. We love to hear from you folks. Please do. Uh, someone wrote in to us on Facebook, actually, pretty cool cats that have a 
show, the Batteries Not Included show on mm. Amazon Prime, let us know that it was actually Dan Kitchen who handled the NES port for Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Uh, so David Crane um, didn't really have as much to do with it there. Oh, okay. And apparently, you know, of course, they had such insane time limitations and all kinds of other things. But oh, there's okay. actually an interview with that uh, cat on uh, one of the episodes of their show. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Want to find out more? Go check out there. Yeah. So thank you for letting us know, folks. And, of course, we must also thank those wonderful and fine folks that give to us on patreon.com slash cartridge command. They are the best. They are. They give us a never-ending supply of podcasting helmets. Yeah. That let us, you know, talk into these microphones, make a show that beams out across the world to all of you wonderful people. Wonderful people. All of you. And, you know, without their support, we wouldn't have the means or motivation to do this show. So thank you all so very, very much. Yeah. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, game on. Following that, will you find yourself in Lupe, quiet. And Lupe, quiet. Okay, so. Lupe. It's Abby. Want to say hi to Abby?